0: Yo, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Demi Naturals. That's Demi Naturals. Hey, fellas, your girl been complaining to you about how coarse and, and nappy your beard is. Maybe it feels like an old, dried-up wash rag. Let me help you to some game. I use Demi Naturals on my beard. It's an all-natural product. They got this beard balm. Man, it's to die for, bro. I'm telling you, your beard gonna be soft. Also, shiny, give you that luster, give you that. Man, you look like a doctor when you got that shit on your beard, bro. So, get on over to Demi Naturals. Also, ladies, they got products for you too. They got your uh, hibiscus face. Mask, I don't know, whatever that is. <laughs> you know, a bunch of natural products for you. You know, your body oils, essential body oils. You know what I'm saying? And all of it is made with natural products. So you ain't got to worry about getting no rashes. You ain't got to worry about, you know, you're drying up. You looking like an alligator by the skin. None of that shit, man. Get on over to Demi Naturals. That's at Demi Naturals. D E M I N A T U R A L S on Instagram. Also, the website is etsycom Slash shop Slash Demi Naturals And you get your products, man Tell them Soulfly sent you, bro. Okay Fly Perspective Podcast Thursday It's all a funny game So you get a pregnant, bro. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, you bad motherfuckers Outcasts
1: that's but right. The are coming around the south straight, and in that old south, Ain't nothing but in my atmosphere. I'm being in corners in my lag bar. Cause that's how we've been rolling here. Jesus, like, is in effect because it's Georgia kicking the cankeys. And I need to pack of your pieces cause you're cut. Catfish It's my flow. flow, rolling the in that like caddy. But the 50 bottles, that's it, go. And Jen used to be my friend from the beginning Now I'm just a player sipping salt every now and then So get the buzz like a bum movie Niggas who try to fuck when niggas spray like gray Cause they ain't nothing See my teachers in the trunk along with that quad Knocked no, my heart don't pump no too late Jumping you'll get two sprays, hooray You'll block the one and only
0: outcast Many of your niggas falling faster It's your boy DJ SoFly holding it down As always on this edition Fly Perspective Podcast Episode number 39 and uh, congratulations are in accordance for uh, the St. Louis Blues, man. They won that Stanley Cup <laughs> last night. So uh, congratulations to them. I just started watching hockey two, for real like two weeks ago, <laughs> when uh, when when all of it started kicking off and it started getting really heated. And of course, I'm from St. Louis. I live in St. Louis, so hey, I had to check out the game. You know, check the temperature, man. And it was it was dope. It was good to see that. I was downtown last night. And uh, I will say it was off the chain, man. Everybody was lit. Everybody had a good time. No casualties. Nobody was shooting. Nobody was fighting. It was a good old time, man. Met a lot of drunk people that bought me drinks. They were just talking, telling me their life story. You know, them be good nights, man. When you go out... And it's just a lot of good people with good energy, and they you get drunk, and they're telling you their life story about this, that, and the third, or whatever the hell going on. And there's not a, a lot of little ladies out, too, you know, mingling. Um, but yeah, man, uh, they're having that parade downtown St. Louis uh, Saturday noon. I might pop out to see that Stanley Cup come, come past the arch, you dig? And you know what? Fuck it. I wore my jersey last night. I'm about to wear it tonight. Going to another brewery uh, to kick it with some folks. I'm going to wear my jersey again tonight. Uh, I got that jersey. My, I got my blues jersey, I don't know, man. It might have been two, three years ago and hadn't worn it since, man. You know, I had worn it since I bought it. So, I, this is like my second time wearing it. But congratulations are in accordance, man. It's really dope to see. All right. Let's see. What's in my docket for the day? Let me get my notes popping. Uh, oh, man, the other day, man. I, I don't know. People probably go through this type of shit all the time, but this really grinded my gears. I had a situation where... Um, Okay, I paid my car note, and they tried to take out the same payment again, like the other day. So my note was doing the first, and then on the tenth, um, there was another transaction for the same amount, and it was like, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do that, none of that. Blah blah blah. blah. Called the car note people, you know, but uh, the, the they like, hey, we ain't ran no charge on you for this amount. We got paid on the first. Da, 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 da The bank is telling me, hey, this is this and this so I had to go and dispute it But it's like, you know It threw my account out of whack for a couple of days And I'm getting the money back Because I disputed it and the bank put it back in my account And You know, whatever, whatever But it was like, man, you think about that type of situation Where, you know, uh, some, certain people who have money in the bank Just like, and that's all they have You know what I mean? And it's like something fraud or whatever the hell happens Because I've had fraud happen on my account too You know, and it throws your whole shit out of whack And you don't have no money you know what I'm saying? Like, what if I didn't have no money, bro? That's what I was thinking. Like, my goodness. And usually I'm not the type of person to, um, to carry cash because I, I I don't know what I spent it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll have a hundred bucks and then one day, and then a couple days later, that hundred bucks is gone. I'd be like, damn, what the hell did I buy? You know what I'm saying? It's like when I be having money in my pocket, it's like I be quick to burn money. You know what I'm saying? So I would always have a mind frame, okay, I'm gonna use my debit card. But it's like this situation is teaching me, hey, not only have. You know, different accounts you put money into, but at the same time, have some cash on hand. Because if something go wrong with your account and you can't get your money, then what are you doing? If you can't get to your own money, if they lock up your account or something. So that was uh, crazy. And it was just like, the still, to this day, the Cardinal people, uh, they saying, no, nah, we didn't run nothing on, on our end. And I'm telling them, clear as day, it's on, you know, a transaction on my account. So thankfully, everything got cleared up. You know, I'm good now. But it's just like, man, that when I looked at my account or uh, other day on the, man my blood started boiling I'm like what the hell you know what I'm saying cuz hey don't play with my money shout out to all the people going vacationing um you know right now man I'm jealous cuz I haven't been nowhere for real uh yeah I just been working and doing things and taking care of the fam uh but uh man a lot of that stuff in the DR Dominican Republic is crazy like I just saw uh the other day that um baseball player uh David ortiz was shot over there the other day um and it's a lot of speculations going online and a lot of reports about what happened and what was going on they said it was a hit and it got paid for this this and that but and other reports too just about like people going over there and end up missing people end up dead you know uh one lady she um uh, came out and said uh, she was down there she got a a seven up from her um from the um i guess her mini bar at her room or wherever the hell she was at the at the, at the resort and um she ended up throwing up blood after she drunk it and then there was another a uh, couple that said they went down there at the same resort that um they got like deathly ill while they were down there they got an the emergency flight back uh to get up out of there and then they got back they said the doctor told them they had some type of chemical poisoning or something like that. And there was other people saying they were getting sick and having certain things down there. But it's crazy, man. Like, I, I remember going down there. Luckily, when I went, I didn't have any problems or anything go, you know, uh, ill with me. And it's just to think about how, for example, you're at an all inclusive resort. So you're thinking everything's safe, everything's cool. And you're just taking what these people give you. Like, you walk in, you, as soon as you walk in the resort to check in, they're handing you drinks, you know. Um, you get to the bars, more drinks, it's food. Like you, you, you consuming whatever these people are giving you, and you don't really think to you know twice. Like, hey, I might be in harm's way. I remember um, it was a shit got real moment for me when I went to Mexico and the DR. But when you pull up in these resorts, well, the ones I went to, there were like um, military presence in front of it, so it had armed soldiers uh, with big ass like machine guns. I want to say one of the resorts had like a big ass tank. In front of, before we went through this big gate to get in the resort, there was like a, a a a tank in front of that motherfucker. And, you know, it's one of the moments where, okay, well, shit getting real. You know what I'm saying? I guess it do be going down over here. But, uh, yeah, man, you just got to be safe when you're going out the country. Especially, um, you you don't know anything about that. You don't know anything about that soil over there. Um, I do remember going to, like, to the, when we went ziplining and all that type of stuff. It's off the resort. So you're just riding in a bus. You know, going to the hood somewhere or wherever the hell, and you know. And, hey, you, you out there with the people. You out there mingling with the natives. You know what I'm saying? So definitely be safe out there, man. You're traveling abroad, traveling around the world. Nothing wrong with traveling. I definitely love to travel. But it seems like it's a little hot over there in, uh, in the DR. Um, uh, you know, David Ortiz, he's he's good. He's, he's out of surgery. And he's expected to survive and all that, you know. But it's just crazy to see that, you know, certain things like that. I, I remember... um When I went to D... Yeah, I was in a DR, and I had my phone... Uh, was it my wallet there? No, I think it was just my phone. I had my phone and my sunglasses on, like, a beach chair. And somebody took the glasses. They left the phone and took my sunglasses, my Ray-Bans. My favorite pair of Ray-Bans, because I was out in the ocean swimming. And uh, somebody took my fucking Ray-Bans. You know, but, um, yeah. Man, definitely be safe out there. Let's see, uh, let's see. In light of today being Father's Day, um... You know, as you guys know, some of you know, I do have a kid, um, and uh, I don't see him. You know, uh, it's a problem that I would say, man, you know, a lot of males go through just in general, maybe, you know, you know, if you're paying your child support or whatever, and then, you know, you don't have a court agreement, so the mother kind of does what she wants to do when she wants to do it, and, you know, kind of dictate how you have a relationship with your kid, and it's just like... One of them things for me, man. Like, I'll be real, man. I haven't seen my kid since March. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's three, and I haven't seen him. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? And I wish I could tell you why. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, one of them things, bro. I don't, I don't know why. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, sometime, you know, this is not to slander anyone all like that. But it's just like, I just be wondering, like, okay, well, what did I do? to make you act like I can't see my kid, you know what I mean, and whatever the hell, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, But there's a lot of brothers going through it, and that's why I'm talking about it, because I'm not just the only guy that gets denied the right to see his kid, you know what I mean? And it, it shouldn't have to be the fact of, well, oh, well, she's denying you to see your kid, so... Go and, um, and get a, a a court order. Oh, to get a court order, you got to get a lawyer. And, oh, a lawyer costs, you know, a couple grand. You know, it's just like, you know, you think in real life like People don't be having money like that just to, like, I'm paying child support. I'm paying all my bills and in general. And then I got to go and buy a lawyer to take somebody to court and pay court costs and do all this dancing around just so I can see my kid. It shouldn't be like that, you know. And it's like, you know, uh. It's one of them things that's kind of like a beef with the the child support system. Because on, on the contrary, I believe, you know, they looking out for the kid. I understand that. But it's like a lot of these women use that child support stuff as like the wrong wave. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they put somebody on child support because they mad at them. Or they put somebody on child support because they know if they put them on child support, they ain't going to have no extra money to get no lawyer. You know what I'm saying? And even in like the system too, they got to... To where I've heard, you know, uh, with brothers that I know and other stories where, say you got a kid that's like eight years old, you and your baby mama get into it for whatever reason, she puts you on child support and they ask you, hey, do you want to start them from this date or you want to start them eight years from now, you know, from back, eight years. And if you're that spiteful, you that dirty, a motherfucker tell her, hey, yeah, do it. do it from eight years from now. Yeah, like, oh, he owed, what, 200000 in child support? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You know, like... There's people out there that's that's evil like that, man. And you got to realize that in situations like that, you be taking half of somebody's income, you know, because they take more due to what you owe in back pay. You know what I'm saying? If you have, when you get a monthly judgment, if you can, you know. So you dealing with somebody's livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't me wrong. If a dude ain't doing shit for his kids, yeah, put his ass on child support, man. I believe every man should have to do what they need to do for their kids. You know, and I, uh, speaking of my situation, I know my BM will get upset with me because of my work schedule, but it's like, I, I don't have a choice right now. I work, you know, I work. I don't have a lot of free time, you know, so if that's the reason she's upset, I mean, hey, like we just need to figure out something to make it work. But at the same time, it's like he's a, he's a young black male. He needs to be with his father. He needs to see his father, you know, uh, like I said, not to slander her, just whatever the situation is. You know, and uh, just shed light on the situation. I've talked to too many, too many black men in general where they in certain situations where they can't see their kid for whatever reason, you know, but they paying money, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. And um, that's one reason why I never really faulted my father, because it's like growing up and me going through what I'm going through with my children, it's like. Hey, I maybe I kind of understand why you weren't there when I was younger. Cause I love your mama, but hey, my mama can be a handful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like one of them things that like I can't fault my my father for not being around as much as I would needed him to when I was younger, because I don't know what kind of conflict they had or what was transpiring or going on when I was younger between the both of them. And I know my mama. And I know my mama can be a handful. I love you, mama, like I said, but I know. You know what I'm saying? So as I get older and I'm going through what I go through, it's like I, I can't I can't fault him. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we have a relationship now. We're closer now. But I can't fault my father for that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what the hell is going on. And to be, you know, minus, you know, all the way across the board, I put myself on child support this go around because I knew, like, last situations and things like that is like, man, you don't want nobody going back on you unexpectedly. You know what I'm saying? Like, a motherfucker can really, you know, put you on some papers and be like, oh, the kid is how old? We going back this many years. You know. If you had contact or not, they don't give a fuck. You the father. So, you know, when my son was born, like, I, I'd be telling guys this and they'd be looking at me like I'm stupid. But I put myself on child support because I needed to be a track record of what's going on from from whatever day on up because... You know, not trying to say my BM would, but I don't have no time for nothing spiteful of like, let's go back all these years on this man and take all this fucking money, damn near it, because I'm mad about something or because I want to be greedy, you know, because you got people out there that's greedy, too. I got a dude I work with, man, and we were talking about this shit. He was like. Because uh, sometime in the winter, right, we get like a lot of overtime. So, you know, you making more money maybe in like November, December, you know, than you would make before. So he told me, man, his BM found out about that and whatever the case, da-da-da-da. She timed it perfectly to where the child support papers got in there and it hit to make his child support more than what it would have been. You know what I'm saying? Just based on a few factors. And to change that, he had to go through a long-ass process of, like, this and that and then whatever, just to get it back to a reasonable amount that he was actually making, you know? And then there's brothers on the extreme end it's like, they get put on child support and they quit their job, you know, to try to get another job to, like, dodge the child support. And at the end of the day, bro, that child support go up every month, bro. That child support... It's like any other bill, bro. So, to you brothers out there, you need to do something. When you got that child support built up, it's just going to keep building up, my G. It ain't going to go nowhere. It ain't going to do nothing but mess you up. It can mess up. your. You can uh, get locked up. You can uh, lose your license. And it can, It goes in your credit report, bro. So, it's like, just you need to do something to pay that shit, man, if you own that shit. Because, bruh. You can't keep ducking and dodging this shit and you own all these thousands of dollars because you got to think about this shit, but they might pass a law that say some shit like, man, if you owe so much in child support, they can take your fucking house if you own a house or take your car if you own a car, you know, just to, uh, you know, fulfill a debt because let's be clear, fellas, child support is not looked like as something of based on what I can pay financially. It's booked on, it's looked on as a, a debt. I'll say that because, for example, if my kid was living with me, whatever the hell, and I go through some hard financial times, we're going to get through it together because I have a reduction in my income. But when you're on child support, you still are responsible for that amount every month or they going to make that money go up on you and they can come over. Like it ain't no game. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it is what it is. You just make sure you pay that child support, man, and stay out these uh, delinquents in these papers. You got extra paper. You go to court, get you a um, an um, a agreement. So that way you can hold her in contempt of court if you're not seeing that kid. But it's like, man, too many brothers, man. And just people in general going through things where you're not seeing your kid and it's like some unfair advantage type shit. That's why it's like, man, you know, I'd be thinking like, will I ever get to a point where like, I get married and like I have a kid with my wife and I can have that perfect father experience of you know uh living with my kid and and having every day with the kid and this and that you know basically like a fair advantage with the kid you know a fair opportunity you know what I'm saying with the kid type shit and it just put a whole damper in you period about having kids just going through just unnecessary things you know but uh hey it is what it is life goes on you got to push past it. You got to do, you know, whatever you got to do to get through it. Because um, I'll be real, man. It does fuck with me. I don't get to see my kids. Um, you know, especially like my grandma. She be asking about them. And Hey, have you heard from such? No. Nah. She responding to your phone calls, your text? No. Nah. Well, okay. You know, and same thing works. She ain't seen them in months either. I haven't seen them since March, you know. And she about the same. I think she seen them last time she got out the hospital. And, you know, my grandma 85, nigga. So it's like, grandma 85, bro. <laughs> it's like shit. And it kind of hurt me to like, okay, my son can't see his, his grandma. Well, great grandma. Because, you know, my mother is his grandma. And then my grandma will be his great grandma. Yeah, so my son can't even, like, spend time with his great grandma due to some petty, you know, whatever the hell. I don't know what's going on between me and my BM that I don't know what it's about. And I can't see him. You know, like people be, you know, when, you know, I be talking about my situation, not like to everybody, to the public, as far as like going into detail, but like with friends and stuff and, or they girls. And they be really wondering like, well, well, um, what's going on? Like, what, like, what did you do? I wish I could tell you everything was cool yesterday. You know, this was the day before I started getting denied. It was like, everything was cool. I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't. Then that's the next question is well, have y'all messed around? No, you know what I'm saying? No, we ain't messed around. We ain't messing around. We ain't messed around since our son was conceived, bro. So it's like you, I don't. You never know, bro. I don't know what the hell the problem is. I just be trying to do what I can do when I can do it, how I can do it, and I go from there. You know, as a man, you know. But um, I don't know. Let me get off this tangent, man, because I can go on forever about this shit. Uh, but yeah, happy Father's Day to all, you know what I'm saying? Let's see what's up next up on my docket for the day. Oh, yeah, usually, you know, I don't really do the the, the main topics in media, but this one kind of hit, man. City Girls, you know, we was talking about City Girls in the last episode. My girl, Gorgeous, and um, I seen that the one, Young Miami, is now pregnant, so you know, the one, JT, she's been in jail. And a young Mammy gets pregnant. If I'm not mistaken, JT don't have too much time left before she get out. So it was like, man, I bet her record label is upset that she got pregnant, bro. Because it's like they already had to push things back because the one been in jail for like a year and a half or two years. whatever. How many years she got or It was something like that. And then now she about to get out in a few months and here you go, you get pregnant. And it's like, okay, so now y'all can't really go on no tour when old girl get out because you pregnant. you're gonna be hella pregnant when she get out. And then two, after you had a baby, you can't really have a you know, a tour schedule like that, you know, but I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, people are people and people be living their life, they be, you know, doing their thing and, and you know, just positive energy is all you can really think. So Hopefully everything does turn out good after uh, JT gets out of jail and Young Miami is done with the baby and all that because I want to see them have a good run because they buzz as hard as shit right now with the fact of old girl being in jail. You feel what I'm saying? When They See Us, um, docu-series on Netflix that just like, it will blow you out the water, bro. About a, a true story of the Central Park Five that uh, were wrongfully convicted at a young age, you know, back in the day, um, and it's just it's sad, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I won't go into too many details as far as if you haven't seen it, I will say please go see that and understand this true story that um, needs uh, light to be shed on it because these type of things happen every day where you see somebody is wrongfully convicted and uh, they spend so many years in jail, you know, and they and they get out and it's just like these these five you know, boys at the time, they were kids, you know, early teenagers, and, uh, they got convicted of, uh, a rape and, uh, assault, uh, attempt of murder, uh, of someone, and you see the coercion, you see the lies, you know, one, one thing I will say, you see how the fuck these niggas didn't even know each other, and they rounded up all these five dudes, they didn't even know each other, and told them to, like, lie on this dude or lie on that dude and this, that, and the third. And if you do this, I'm going to let you go home. And, you know, it just one of the things, one, uh, police band would do certain things more than what they are, you know, to do now. But, you know, it still happens today. But back then, you know, they were lying about um, the kids having a um, a, a lawyer or a, um, a guardian with them. Like, in a way in hell, cops should be talking to um, Kids You know uh, Nobody at a legal age Just like I don't know Uh, if, I mean if you're a um, Avid listener Of this podcast I've talked about um, um, This other documentary um, Called uh, Fuck What is the one With Steven Avery man It's called um, Making a Murderer That's what it is Making a Murderer Where You got so much evidence In this documentary About this dude Not killing these people And they dragged in His nephew was kind of slow xyz whatever the hell and this dude's been in jail to this day like to this day if you look up this case you'll see he's still in jail you look at the document on netflix you will see you know what i mean like what happened this and the third so back to the central park five it's just sad to see that man these young black males and they were like basically um uh, stigmatized to this day you know and even when they got out of jail uh, they still got a stigma on them of, of something, you know, whether you believe it or you don't believe it or whatever. You know, these people that were innocent and the DNA ended up proving them innocent. And somebody that confessed down the line ended up proving them all innocent. So it's just sad, bro. But yeah, check out that uh, When They See Us documentary and um, it's going to blow your mind. And really quick before I get up out of here, man. Um... Something pissed me off the other day. So I have a Roku player, right? You know, the Roku is like your media player. You plug the USB into the back of your TV and it'll pull up um, you know, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Showtime, whatever apps you download, YouTube, whatever the hell you want to do, it'll connect to Wi-Fi and you can play those uh things on your TV. So other day my batteries went out and I was like, ah shit, I ain't got no batteries, I wanna watch this, whatever the hell. Like, dang, let me see if it's an app for, you know, whatever. Download the Roku app, like, controller from my phone to the actual devices on my TV. Do you know, this shit is so annoying, and it's, like, such a money-hungry game of you click something, an ad will pop up on your phone, and you got to watch the ad until you get done, so you can, like, click whatever you got to click to get to whatever program you're trying to... Like, what the hell type of shit is that, bro? (laughs) Like, everything is so money-hungry nowadays, man. Like, Why? Why, bro? For me to have a remote control on my phone, I got to look at ads when I click something. It's crazy. Speaking of the ads, I know I talk about this all the time, but it just amazes me how the ads you talk about will appear on your timeline or something on your uh, social media. I was on the phone with somebody the other day, and I was talking about custom t-shirts for my podcast. I'll bullshit you not. I got off the phone and I got onto Facebook. And what do you behold? There's an ad, couple ads running for custom t-shirts and embroidery on my Facebook. As far as like the sponsored ad that's tailored towards you. Like the ad of like, if I'm on Nordstrom.com from my phone and then I get on Facebook, all of a sudden I'm seeing Nordstrom ads of shit that I was looking at online. This shit's creepy as hell. Like these phones, bruh. They know more about us than we fuck around know about ourselves. Your Google history, you trip off of it. Your Google, if you're signing to your Gmail or if you're not, it's still tracking on whatever device you got. But if you sign into your email, that shit is tracked by you. And they know exactly what you've been searching, what websites you be going to, all that shit you into, to, bro. Even the shit you don't want nobody to know you was looking at. On that porn website. (laughs) They know about that shit. I seen a documentary a while ago about this type of situation. And there was like databases upon databases of like uh, material about people in the U.S. And it was like a big ass warehouse that had different floors. Each floor had these big like... um, uh, like giant memory cards If you were to say like towers of a memory card And it stores so much information About people and this and that So that shit's real man So with that being said What's in your browser history bro What's in your browser history Are you Will you let me go and look into your browser history And see what you've been looking up See what you've been googling See what you've been You know websites you've been visiting Probably not But, hey, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Fly Perspective Podcast, episode 39. Don't forget to check out Demi Naturals. Uh, You know, beard. They got uh, body oils, uh, body cream. A lot of essential things, you know, to keep you smooth and keep you feeling all right. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you tell them DJ SoFly sent you. Also, um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfp. Feedback at gmail.com You know I'm at DJ SoFly As always But yo Let's do it like this Roddy Rich Out the mud. I just caught the Mary Jeans chain clank Now she thinks she hearing
1: things I just counted over 100 bands with all my dogs at the Airbnb All these niggas trying to beat me Got a new Hellcat clear of me And I got extended clip for all these fuck niggas I'm straight out the mud I can't fuck with fuck niggas why he say where he from, I don't give a fuck, nigga A lot of y'all switched up on me, I don't trust niggas I just put my middle finger up, fuck a fuck, nigga Ay, Gang slide, gang slide, that's what I was doing last year A lot of people say I'm being humble, nigga, this the last year Got so many bands, I'm the cashier a nigga retired the hats Bitch, I can't do no capping here And I got a key to ratchet with me Take his knee out, him, call it cappin' nigga Puerto Rican, she freaky, I bet it bitches Me gon' throw me the pussy, I'm dabbing in it. I'm a crib nigga, but I gotta fuck with my slimes mm-hmm. Knockin' headband, gotta check right round my mind mm-hmm. I just can't fuck with these fuck niggas Sniper look like a goose, I can't duck niggas I lay down on a pillow with plus three talking about how they all wanna fuck a nigga I ain't no lick nigga And I ain't no bitch nigga my taxes is a six figures, but I dropped that on my whip, nigga <laughs> I just caught the Mary Jeans chain clanking, now she thinks she hearin' things I just counted up hundred bands with all my dolls at the Airbnb All these niggas tryna beat me, got a new Hellcat clear of me And I got extended clip for all these fuck niggas I'm straight out the mud, I can't fuck with fuck niggas Why he say where he from, I don't give a fuck, nigga A lot of y'all switched up on me, I don't trust niggas I just put my middle finger up, fuck a fuck nigga I be like, fuck that nigga, he ain't talking no money If it ain't got 20s, 50s, 100s, I don't love it Man, Look at my cup, it's double Doing don't nothing public And, and coding a hell of a drug a nigga, got it going to say fuck Bought a new coup for her, know my baby love. Her. Stirred the pot like a nigga making butter. Holy water just to flood the face up. Natural bitches, I'm like, fuck, make Like my bitches wearing Mark Jacob. She poppin' and I got a smash. She trippin', I got a bag. I'm cribbing shin' all on the rag. I ain't got time for these fuck niggas. Keep a pistol on me, don't try your luck nigga. If you ain't gang nigga, I don't fuck with you. Your kind nigga, you a fuck nigga I just caught the Mary Jeans chain clanking Now she thinks she hearin' things I just counted up a hundred bands With all my dolls at the Airbnb All these niggas tryna be me Got a new Hellcat stay clear of me And I got extended cliff for all these fuck niggas I'm straight out the mud I can't fuck with fuck niggas Why he say where he from I don't give a fuck nigga. A lot of y'all switched up on me I don't trust niggas Put my middle finger up, fuck a fuck nigga.